0: to the Saturday Night Live After Party. This week, we'll be discussing Season 47, Episode 17 of SNL with host Jake Gyllenhaal and musical guest Camila Cabello. I'm Katherine Coleman, and I am joined this week by the irreplaceable Steve Finn. If you'd like to connect with either of us, you can do so at snlpodcast.com. Enjoy these selected highlights from this week's discussion, if you'd like to watch our full-length, ad-free sketch by sketch review, you can find it exclusively at patreon.com slash snlpodcast. It's our supporters that make this show possible. We are so thankful to everyone who's already come on board. All right, here we go. Woo! We're here. We're ready to discuss a literally very messy episode of SNL. It was a big night hoses sprayers and stagehands uh steve how you doing you excited about it
1: i'm doing all right uh yeah i gotta say i enjoyed myself with this episode so it should be a half decent interesting chat i think
0: half half we can't promise a fully interesting chat but we can promise at least a half interesting. yes and although they made
1: (laughs) (laughs) although they made no uh reference to the uh the beef with uh Uh, Taylor Swift. I have a feeling it's going to come up anyway, but that's...
0: I intend to mention it uh, in every sketch review.
1: Right. Yes. (laughs) I'm I'm prepared to listen to (laughs) Led De Nier.
0: This will be a four-hour-long episode mostly about Taylor Swift. So, buckle up! (laughs) Let's get into the show. The cousins have built this woman her dream home with just a few small changes to accommodate her mother-in-law. Uh, I loved this. I love, 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 loved it. <laughs> I I love that it starts out as such a straightforward parody of HGTV. You know, it's like this woman and her milquetoast husband and the hosts are related and think they're witty. Uh, and then it's just this curveball of the mother-in-law and her 27-year-old cat. <laughs> yeah. um, and I thought there were such funny, specific details and like... Um, she thought it'd be better to have the medical equipment for the cat. The cat has a chair lift. Like all of that stuff was great, and then it layered again. The old lady becoming more and more deranged, all the way up to asking her son to hit his wife. <laughs> <laughs> like all of Kate's one-liners were amazing, and I just thought this started in such a good grounded place, and then reached such a crazily heightened place. Uh, I just I loved everything about it. Did it Did it hit for you as much as it did for me?
1: Oh, for sure. And yes, it was, first of all, set up really well as a HGTV show, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the, uh, those, those little tilts they do up and down and, and like the, the music, it was all, mm-hmm. it was all very spot on. Jake didn't even look like a real person, like the way he was done up. It was really eerie. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. It looked like he'd had just the world's worst face left. <laughs> yeah
1: but yeah their cousin dynamic was making me laugh before we even got to the real meat of this and that's you know just seeing the dynamics of a family uh that's just ruined by a man's you know total fear of his mother and right. this was uh first of all you know james austin johnson you know knocking out of the park with with very little this is this is very mm-hmm. a less is more situation uh and I thought his little subtle performance was just brilliant. But that prop, that prop <laughs> that they made for that cat is just oh, amazing. Man. And, you know, it it reminds me of like when you're making like a film or 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 a short or something, and you get something that you really need for for the shoot. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's going to be like your centerpiece. And you get it, and it just rejuvenates your whole passion for the project. I feel like mm-hmm. that's what they were feeling when like, Cat was finished and that puppet (laughs) came in. They're like, Yes, this is going to be amazing. This is it. Yeah. Because, like, you just look at that thing and you're laughing. You don't even Mm -hmm. have to put it in a sketch. Just show that and, and you, and you're getting solid laughs. Mm Uh, but yeah, it, uh, Kate was amazing in this, uh, just like all of her old school values coming through. And, uh, you know, uh, the, the, like you said, the elevating, uh, hostility towards the, uh, the Mm daughter-in-law it was so great but that's what was great about this is that you know they it's it's hgdv trying their best to make a show in spite of like having a family that's just not cut out for it
0: right (laughs) (laughs) like nothing about heidi was the only member of the family that was prepared for this situation and then they still screwed even her over (laughs) well that's the
1: thing like she her on her own would be like the perfect person like she clearly has a vision for what she wants Mm -hmm. and like just everyone she's led into her life doesn't allow her to have that it's great
0: (laughs) okay so a really big win on this one let's talk about the next one how dare you compare chucky to janet who we all know sucks (laughs) what'd you think of this one
1: uh it was amazing I will say that, and, and it says a lot of things to me, but let's... I guess let's just talk about the sketch first. Uh I love the setup of this. I love how they just were, you know, backbiting about Janet. It was all Janet, 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 Janet. Janet sucks. Janet does this. Janet eats tuna. <laughs> and then there's just a throwaway line about how she's like Chucky, right before like you hear the rustling. And of course you're going to think it's Janet. Mm-hmm. And then chucky comes out and it's just like okay this nobody was expecting this what the hell uh it it was like the whole premise was just set up to fool you in that moment Mm -hmm. and then yeah it just took a turn and then went with it for the rest of the sketch and and didn't slow down which i love uh the this is another well-produced sketch and what i love about it is that Sarah can already command this kind of scale of production with her ideas. Like me, this is beyond meatball men which you know had <laughs> a lot of Which was already a
0: technical masterpiece. <laughs> yeah.
1: But now we have dudes like, like full green screen suits, like working <laughs> uh puppets, and uh, you know, we're we're really going all in on Sarah Sherman's ideas. And that's mm-hmm. that's something that uh you wouldn't necessarily expect from someone so new. But like I can't think of something more ambitious than this uh, in a long time.
0: Yeah, this is definitely a production masterpiece. Like you said, we got p- men in green screen suits puppeting that we have to key out. We've got uh, the actual doll head that we have to track the motion on to put Sarah's head on it. And then we have to eat all of that stuff. Like that is, that's a lot. And I saw, like, we we know that typically... They, you know, they film on Friday, but I did say, like, confirmed on Instagram that they did all of it in 24 hours. Uh, that's so, so to, to, and that's like film it and then like edit it. I think, like, wow, that's like something that would, that, that should take two or three weeks to edit, you know, <laughs> but they do it in a day and that is incredible. Yes. <laughs> um, as for like the sketch itself, I think, I love that it turned my expectation on its head because, like you said, they're trash talking Janet and I'm like, oh, She's gonna be in the stall. She's gotta be in one of these stalls. The toilet flushes. I'm like, okay, here we go. Um, but then it's Chucky, and Chucky is offended at being compared to Janet, and that is so funny. She is so awful that how that like Chucky, the evil doll is. That's too far, you know. <laughs> I think that is so 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 funny. Um, and then you know, they get to the HR meeting and they keep piling on Janet there for a second. So like the boss is like, We know she sucks and then she's there. I think that's so great. Uh but then it sort of it I wouldn't say fizzled out, but it it tapered off a little bit for me because it got it became more about what would Chucky do in the workplace and less about this twist of Janet sucking worse than Chucky, which to me was the really smart thing here. Um so that like I mean that's a that's a really small thing. Like this was there was plenty of fun to be had here. That initial reveal was just, I think, kind of hard to overcome. Because <laughs> that is so funny for Chucky to walk out.
1: You know what I love though is uh when she was in the chair. I call I say she, but I'm referring to Chucky, who is a he. Uh, right. the way he'd like bounce around while he talked and like mm. the head was tracking on that just those movements were hilarious Mm -hmm. i felt like they really worked on that it's like how does chucky act like with what we have to use here uh yeah it was it was really fun and because it
0: would have been so easy for him to just sit still and like as the viewer we wouldn't have been like why is the doll still like it would have been totally fine but they said it'll be better if he moves
1: yeah well whatever they I, I guess it's streamlined now because whatever they had to figure out to do the meatballs on her body, uh, mm-hmm. they now have a pretty good understanding on on how to track things. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and do it I, quickly. That's se- yeah, that seems to be much easier these days with with the programs available. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, well, well, it still we takes
0: sh- a lot of time though. Like I, I've done some stuff where I had to like track motion and. The program does a lot of it, but there's still a good bit where it gets a little messy and then you have to go frame by frame for a little while adjusting things. You know, like it's it's very you have to be pretty nitpicky with it.
1: Yeah, you get an assist, but yeah, you're going to spend some time fine tuning it. Yeah.
0: If you want to see our full sketch by sketch review, search for SNL After Party on Patreon or Subscribestar.com. That's the end of the rundown. Let's talk about these overall thoughts. What's your moment of the night?
1: You know what I loved was James Austin Johnson's uh, sledgehammer fail. <laughs> uh, just just the weak little, <laughs> and then and the fact that he says "ow" afterwards.
0: Right. <laughs> uh, I I,
1: I sang him praises earlier about that just that character, and I think that that moment sums up what he was doing very well, and mm-hmm. it was. Quite hilarious, I must say.
0: Fair enough. I uh like I said, this, this this episode was full just chock full of great moments. So I had a hard time picking moment of the night because there there's a few lines that I really love. I love James saying I'll crouch. I <laughs> just so so defeated in the delivery of it too. <laughs> yes. I I just freaking love the line perverts and tuggers wanna watch me make my dirt. <laughs> like what? Nobody wants is, to watch you mom. That is an insane line. Um but uh, I I think it has to go to Chris Red. Pass. <laughs> like just just the pause, the lower to the microphone. Pass. Like I just loved it. That was perfect perfect delivery and just that that was that was the highlight of that sketch.
1: Oh man. I love how you could go the complete opposite and and have, you know, here you have Chris Red saying, pass. He doesn't want mm-hmm. to take a turn. And then in the flower sketch, he's all about, when's well, my turn? Right. He comes full circle.
0: <laughs> Look at him go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's talk about best sketch. What's yours?
1: Best sketch. Oh, boy. This is really hard. This is really hard. But I think it's got to go to Janet. Not Janet. Chucky.
0: <laughs> how dare why, you
1: <laughs> why did I reference her clearly, oh. clearly this is all about Chucky uh, sorry <laughs> Chucky don't come after me uh, I don't know was it like the best sketch ever maybe not but oh, I just love that SNL is embracing new technologies and and you know really pushing the frontier of what's possible in a week to bring us this stuff and you know just to think of like back when they do like i don't know they they whatever they try to do parodies like that gilder radner thing where they try to do like a Fellini short and you know they spend so much time shooting it and trying to get that style of a filmmaker that like there's almost no comedy in it like they never even had time to consider that uh Mm -hmm. I just feel like they can do things so fast now that we can get something that's visually, you know, really interesting and impressive in a lot of ways but still have like a, a, a strong dose of comedy in there too. Mm-hmm. Uh we're at like
0: the uh last season the um the shining parody that was just like masterfully done but also very funny.
1: Yeah, yeah. So like form does not compromise compromise uh content and vice versa mm-hmm. anymore. It's it's really great to yeah. see. So I think it deserves it for that reason.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I loved. I love to applaud an ambitious production. Uh, because I I like that SNL goes for those, and 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 I can't say enough about how well they pulled that off. Um, as just like a, just like for more of like a writing something that I really liked and something that I really want to like send all my friends. My best sketch has to be co- cousins like home makeover show.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I was, think
0: It is so funny.
1: I almost picked that.
0: Yeah, it, the, the cat from the cat puppet to just all of the layers that I mentioned earlier. Uh, and the, like and that, I mean, that one had some good production stuff, too, like the animations and stuff, you know. Uh, yeah, that, that one to me, that was easily the standout of the night as far as like my biggest laughs go. So awesome. that's the one.
1: That's the one.
0: Let's talk MVP. Who are you giving it to?
1: Oh, man. I think Chris Redd has got to get it he drops into like almost every sketch and uh, just almost outside of everything that's happening. He comes in and brings a whole extra flavor to sketches. That's what I love about mm-hmm. this. Like these sketches were, you know, they were what they were on their own. And then I feel like there was just like an extra element added by Chris, something mm-hmm. extra to laugh at that nobody asked for, but now the sketch is that much better.
0: Yeah, I I I totally agree. I thought about giving it to Ego because Ego was in so much, but I thought Chris made the play. Uh like the things that he he was the best part of so many sketches. Um you know, he in the cold open he had that moment where he screamed into his glove that was great, and then we had him the pass which was my mo- uh, moment of the night. Uh and then the flower, like there was just so much to love and just so many things that, that Chris was he made it. You know, Without Chris the sketch wouldn't have been nearly as good. Um, so Chris Red unanimous MVP. Woohoo!
1: <laughs> Let's talk about
0: the big P. one. P. It's backwards. <laughs> on a scale of classic, great, decent, weak, or train wreck how would you rate this episode?
1: Let's give it a decent come on. They did a good job but let's come on it's it's not uh it's not the the greatest outing of SNL ever. I I do owe it a lot of praise for, you know, some of the uh some of the aspirations that were realized. You know, they they shot high for a lot of things production-wise. On a on a comedy basis, you know, this is pretty middle of the road at the end of the day. And I do appreciate the extra work they went through to get those laughs, but um, they've definitely made me laugh with less. And that's not to say I I don't think they should have gone through the efforts they did because I think that's what saved this show from being weak. Um, But yeah, I I think, I think they, I think they cut it with a, with a a simple, decent episode this week.
0: Yeah. I think that's fair. I think it, it, I, it, it leans towards weak as far as some, I just had a lot of qualms about a lot of the sketches, but it gets a decent because there were moments to love. There were things to love and my God, the effort they put into making something great for us, uh, can't say enough. So I I think it does get to decent. All right. So, so a decent episode that, uh, was ambitious in its decentness, uh, put a lot of work into it. It was, it was something, uh, Thanks for being here, Steve. It was, it was nice to see you. It was nice to spend a little time, just the two of us again.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, yeah. We totally did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's not because anyone we asked wasn't available. No. We we just decided, just two of us, let's do it.
0: Yeah. said so I mean, so you know what? I miss Steve. I, yeah. I need a little bit more Steve. So let's just have a little <laughs> one-on-one time. So yeah, uh, before we go, I do want to say real quick that uh, if anybody's in New York City, On Thursday at 8 p.m., I will be in a character show called Jinx at uh, Young Ethel's in Park Slope, Brooklyn. So come on out. I'd love to see you.
1: I'll try to make it.
0: All right. Well, that is a wrap. Go to bed. (laughs) Thanks to Steve Finn. And thanks as well to our most generous patrons, Neil Weinstein, justin gardner grace Cogan, and brian clark if you're enjoying our show please subscribe on youtube or wherever better podcasts can be found your subscription helps us grow and your support is greatly appreciated we'll be back in one week when snl returns with host and musical guest lizzo but until then this has been episode number 158 of the saturday night live after party podcast i'm Catherine coleman that's my story I'm sticking to it.